Good morning, everyone. How are you? Happy Wednesday. It is a beautiful, beautiful day today. Another sunshiny day. We've been having some rain here in my neck of the woods. Um, I live in the south of the United States, and we've been having some rain. We're prepping for hurricane season, but It's been consistently nice and sunny and beautiful in the mornings and then we'll get the rain in the like late afternoon or maybe even in the early afternoon around like 4, 5 p.m. And I'm just like, yes, that is the end of my day. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do anything. (laughs) I'm done. I'm relaxing now. I'm winding down. (laughs) It can rain all at once. (laughs) But... I I do enjoy the rain, but the rain makes me sleepy. So I like the rain at night because then it helps me sleep. (laughs) I'm weird, I know. But I embrace my weirdness because through my weirdness, I manifest. Through my weirdness, I am a boss-ass bitch. Anyway, so today I wanted to talk about something that... I've kind of spoken about it before in a previous season, but I want to talk about it in regards to manifestation this time, and that is meditating. Meditating is such a beautiful tool because what meditation does is it helps to ground you. It helps to ground you in your body, not necessarily in your 3D reality. It can It can help you to process your 3D reality and remain calm within your 3D reality and not be as reactive. It can help you to be more responsive. It can help you to ground yourself within your emotional centers. It can help you to ground yourself within your mental centers and help you to balance. But the common misconception, especially when it comes to Western meditation, is that You should clear your mind when you are meditating. And that is entirely false when it comes to practicing meditation. The goal of meditation is not to clear your mind and zero out your mind and tell your mind to stop thinking. You're going to think. Your mind is still going to be running in the background. If you tell your mind to shut down or shut off, you're basically telling your brain to stop acting. And the only time that the brain stops processing anything is in death or near death. So to tell the brain to stop processing anything is to tell, it it would be the same thing as telling your heart to stop beating and, and pumping blood and oxygen through your body. (laughs) and into your nervous system and into all of your organs and basically telling your mind to stop thinking telling your brain to stop being active would be like telling your nervous system to shut down and your nervous system never shuts down even when you think that it shuts down because of a panic attack or anything like that your nervous system is not shutting down it is going into hyperdrive to help you survive whatever it is that you're going through Even when your immune system, quote, shuts down, it doesn't actually shut down, for example. 
when you get sick and your immune system is trying to fight off an infection or a virus or anything like that, your immune system doesn't shut down because of the virus. Your immune system goes in the hyperdrive to flush the virus out of your body. It never shuts down. It's always working, right? So think about it in that context. Your mind is not going to shut down. Your thoughts are not going to stop when you are meditating. The focus of meditating is that if a thought does come into your mind, you simply observe it. You become the watcher. You become the observer of your thoughts and your emotions and your responses so that you can become more responsive to things and less reactive. And meditation can also help you to be aware of not only what's going on in your psyche and what's going on in your body, But it can help you to ground yourself in order to have awareness of what is going on around you. And when you are meditating, you want to bring your focus into sharper focus. You don't want you want to pull the lens back a little bit. You don't just want to have this narrow, like blurry tunnel vision. You want to actually be able to see the bigger picture. And that includes your thoughts. And that includes being able to be aware of the environment around you whenever you are meditating. Say you're meditating in your living room. You can close your eyes right now. You're sitting on your couch. You can close your eyes right now. And you can still see everything that might be in your living room, even when your eyes aren't open, because you know exactly whatever is in your living room. You know, if you have a coffee table, you know where the coffee table sits and you know that you could maybe even reach your foot out to touch it as I'm doing right now. I have a coffee table in the middle of my living room. <laughs> you, you know exactly where your couch sits. You know how far it is from your living room to your kitchen. You know how far it is from your living room to a bedroom. You know where the hall is in your house. You know the layout of your house. Even if you close your eyes and you're sitting down meditating on the middle of a yoga mat or in the middle of your couch, you know exactly the space that you are in because you have seen that space time and time again, right? You know exactly what your bedroom looks like. If you were to meditate in the middle of your bed, you would still be able to see the environment around you even with your eyes closed. You would still be able to have the awareness of the environment around you even with your eyes closed. And when you're meditating, it's good to be able to recognize even your tactile senses, to to recognize the more dominant senses and to recognize the subtle senses, to recognize whether or not your sense of hearing or your sense of sight or your sense of smell or your sense of touch or your sense of taste is more active. And to awaken all of these senses, even if you're not eating anything, you're not drinking anything, you've got your eyes closed, you're not listening to music, you're not doing anything, you can still be aware of what you can sense. And that brings the awareness to your body and your surroundings. So when you are meditating, it's good to be able to recognize what you can smell, what you can taste, even if it's the remnants of your coffee. Like if you want to meditate in the morning after you have breakfast and you're just like, all right, I've done my morning routine. I've done a workout, I've taken a shower, I've eaten breakfast, and now 
I'm going to set aside time to meditate before I do anything else, before I get in my car to go to work, before I whatever, you know, so that I can get grounded and I can ground myself and stabilize myself and then come back to my reality. And, and you're just like, okay, I can taste the remnants of my coffee. Or I can taste the fact that my mouth feels very dry or my mouth feels kind of acidic or my mouth feels like I can still taste my toothpaste. (laughs) Um, Even if you can't see anything, you can be aware of the space that you are in because you know exactly what that space looks like and you know what's in that space. And even if you can't see anything, your sense of sight can be activated by knowing exactly what you know is in your space or you can pay attention to the blackness behind your eyelids. You can pay attention to whether or not light is filtering in through your eyelids. If you have a light on in your room, if you have a light on in the room that you're in, how bright is that light? Is it filtering through your eyelids? Can you clearly feel that light filtering through? You can be aware of your sense of touch by being aware of how subtle or how strong your sense of touch is. So the strong sensation might be the fact that your butt is in a chair or you are sitting or laying in your bed or you are sitting or laying on a yoga mat or you are sitting or laying on a couch or your sense of touch might be activated by recognizing that you might be holding some tension in your lower back or your shoulders and that might be your most tactile sensation. Your most tactile sensation could even be the fact that you are well aware of your diaphragm expanding and contracting whenever you are breathing. And then a subtle tactile sensation might be the clothes that you're wearing. You might be able to feel a little bit of that cotton material from your, from your t-shirt or the denim from your jeans. And that might be very subtle. You're aware that you're wearing clothes. You're aware that you can feel that but it might still be very subtle as opposed to the tactile sensation of you sitting or laying where you are. Your sense of hearing could be activated by being aware of any sounds that might be around you, whether that is the ticking of a clock or the hum of a dryer or the hum of your refrigerator processing uh, and filtering your water filter and and making ice or whatever it is. the traffic that might be passing out outside, the, the wind that might be passing outside if it's a, if it's a breezy, windy day, um, whether it's sunny or rainy. The rain, if you're getting rain and you can hear rain falling outside, you can hear the rain falling on your roof. Whatever it is that you can hear, if you're listening to music and that is the most dominant sound, if you are listening to a guided meditation and you can hear that person's voice and you can hear music in the background because they've got music playing as a backing track, that is the most dominant sound for you. And then you can also be aware of the very subtle sounds. If you're, especially if you're listening to a guided meditation and you've got that in your ears and you're like, okay, I'm listening to a guided meditation, but I can also pick up the sound of my clock ticking in the background, or I can also pick up the sound of my dryer going in the background, or I can also pick up the sound of my washer going, like my dishwasher going in the background, whatever it is. I can pick up the sounds of traffic passing in my neighborhood, whatever it is. And you can be aware of that without reacting to it. You're not trying to react to it. You're not trying to decipher whether it's a good sound or a bad sound. You're just being aware of your surrounding environment.
Your sense of smell can be activated by, okay, are you burning a candle? Did you decide to burn a candle? Can you smell your shampoo? Did you take a shower this morning and you can very clearly smell your shampoo on the ends of your hair as your hair is still drying? Can you, can you smell your own cologne or perfume? Can you smell the, the remnants of what you cooked in your kitchen? What can you smell? Is it very strong? Is it very potent? Or is it very subtle? And meditation really, I like using meditation to activate my five senses because it helps me to ground myself in my body. And that is essentially what manifestation, wow. (laughs) I mean, I was about to talk about manifestation with meditation, so manifestation, all right. (laughs) But (laughs) that is essentially what meditation is for. It is a grounding process. It is not supposed to be this this thing that helps you to clear your mind. No, your mind's still going to be running. Your thoughts are still going to be happening. Become the observer of your thoughts. That is the point of meditation. So how can you use meditation for manifesting? Well, because meditation does not allow, well, Not that it doesn't allow you, but because the focus of meditation is not to clear your thoughts, you can meditate and bring thoughts into your psyche. If you, if you have your affirmations, for example, you can sit and maybe record your affirmations or listen to a guided meditation on affirmations and sit there for as long as you want. I would say no more than 30 minutes. Anywhere from 5 to 30 minutes is a good meditation process. Unless you're trying to take like an hour nap. You can, you can turn on an hour's worth of music. <laughs> um, but this is, this is just my personal belief. But I believe that anywhere from 5 to 30 minutes is a good stretch of time for a meditation. So... You have your affirmations or you're listening to guided affirmations. You're listening to a guided meditation. Totally doable. I love guided meditations. They're beautiful sometimes. So you're listening to that guided practice or you have written your affirmations and recorded them in an app to where you can loop them. And you can sit there for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes and just loop that. Loop that and get grounded in your body at the same time. And you are reprogramming in that, in that space. You are reprogramming your subconscious mind with that repetitive loop to be able to then say, okay, I believe this. I feel this. And then when you come out of the meditation, you still have that awareness of what you did during the meditation. But you're also able to be aware and go on about your day. You're not letting it go. You're not going to start checking the 3D. You're not going to start, you know, getting incessant and and falling out of the practice. But you are coming out of the practice and coming back into the 3D reality with a clearer awareness And a better sense of yourself. 
And when you are meditating, (coughs) excuse me, when you are meditating with your affirmations and looping your affirmations, you don't want to come out of that process and go back to the old story. You don't want to come out of that process and go back to those old habits, those things that were keeping you stuck. It can be very easy to go back in and start doing the same things that you used to do. Start doing the same thing. Start procrastinating. Start um, checking the 3D. Start incessantly checking your messages to see if your, your SP texted you or if you got a phone call or whatever it is that you have just been incessantly checking. Go about your day. Go about your day and do the things that you need to do for you, the things that you want to do for you. Go go about your day and go to work. Go about your day and go to school. Go about your day and um, create things. Go about your day and watch television if it's your day off and you just want to sit and binge watch a TV show. <laughs> um, um, or, or, you know, binge watching it on, and, and I say television, you know, but because you can uh, watch it on a smart TV if you have a smart TV. Um, but watch something on Netflix. But go about your day and do whatever it is that you want or need to do. Or a combination of both. You know, you're just like, okay, these are the things that I need to do. My laundry, work, schoolwork, etc. cetera. Uh, I need to go pick up groceries. I need to go clean my car. I need to go put gas in my car. I need to go do this, you know, and focus on those needs and then focus on those wants. I want to read a book. I want to read two chapters in my book today. I want to read three chapters in my book today. I want to blah, 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 blah. I want to play a video game, you know, Um, whatever it is. And then go ahead and do the things that you need to do within your day that you need to prioritize, but still feel those affirmations, still feel that subconscious reprogramming, still saturate your mind with whatever it is that you want to saturate your psyche with that helps you to feel positive, confident, safe, secure, magnetic, attractive, that you're going to get whatever it is that you desire, that you're going to get whatever it is that you manifest. And set your intentions to have a good day. You can have very simple intentions and just be like, I'm going to go through my day with grace and ease and allow things to happen. Allow my manifestations to come to me because I know that they're coming. It's inevitable. They're coming to me. I don't have to do anything anymore. I don't have to force it. It's coming to me. It's coming to me and however it's going to show up is is how it's going to show up. When it's going to show up is when it's going to show up. I'm going to go about my day. And just go about your day and just allow it to happen. And I guarantee you, it will start to happen faster. Because you have grounded yourself. You have saturated your mind. You have done the work. Go about it. Go about it as if it has already happened. Go about your life as if it has already happened. I'll share a little bit of a I'll share a little bit of a story with you and then I'll and then I'll end the episode. I was speaking to I was speaking to a loved one the other day. And I was talking about reducing some of my expenses because I was <clears throat> done with paying for some things that I just really didn't need. 
And one of the expenses that I that I had gotten rid of um, last year was I said, you know what, I don't need Amazon Prime anymore. I didn't want to pay that much for it. It was very expensive. And I just said, to hell with it. I don't need it. So I got rid of it. In getting rid of it, I got rid of my ability to watch some movies that I really liked. And that did make me upset, but I dealt with it. And I said, you know what? I'll get it back whenever I'm meant to get it back or whenever I want to get it back. Or whenever the situation aligns for me to be able to get it back and maybe even get a deal on it or maybe even get a discount on it or maybe even get it cheaper. And so I said, all right, that's going to happen for me. And I just let it go. And I didn't even worry about it. I didn't even worry about getting it back. And then not yesterday, I'm flipping on my phone, kind of having a little bit of a scroll on Instagram for a minute. Um... And I come across a deal to get Amazon Prime for six months for free by being a college student. And since I'm back in school, I took advantage of that. (laughs) And I said, I'm going to get Amazon Prime again. And I'm going to do my six-month free trial. And I'm going to watch those movies again whenever I have the time. Because I really enjoy those movies. And I really enjoy those shows. And I wanted to enjoy those again. And I wanted to have that entertainment again. So. It can be something as simple as that. Or it can be something as big as manifesting. Being with a specific person. Loop it. And let it go. And the reason I say loop it and let it go. I don't want you to like rampage every single day. You don't have to do it. It shouldn't feel like a chore and meditations shouldn't feel like a chore. It should happen naturally. And if you want to do it every day because it makes you feel good, do it by all means. By all means, it really can improve. It really can improve a lot of things for you. It can improve your mental health. It can improve your mental diet, for example. Um, and we will talk about that in another episode, but It can improve so many things and it really can be a mood booster. And so can yoga. And especially following up either or yoga with a meditation or meditation with a yoga practice. Mm, Chef's kiss. (laughs) But don't make it into a chore. Make it into something that you know that you want to do because you believe that it will work for you. And once you believe that it will work for you, it totally freaking will. Because you are the creator of your own reality. Again, it will work for you because why? You are the creator of your own reality and you are a master manifester. Okay? That's all I have for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and I fully intend that you did. I love you. I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. And I will see you again in the next episode. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, feel free to leave a rating and review. 
If you would like to open up episode discussion, feel free to send me a message on the community tab through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartermancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y-A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. If you would like to purchase any of my spiritual services, such as tarot readings, cord cuttings, and relationship one-on-one courses, visit my website at skellingtongrin.square.site. That's S-C-H-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N-G-R-I-N dot square dot site. You can also connect with me on social media by following me at Skellington Grin on Instagram and TikTok. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>